On today's podcast, the most viral man in Chattanooga, Nick Lutzko, stops by and talks about his collaboration with Super Deluxe, a viral video with, at press time, over 7 million online views. And we knew we wanted to do something with indie music, but we were trying to think of, like, what's, is there anything inherently funny about doing that or a reason to do that? And I think my producer finally one of his bosses, someone finally landed on Boney Bear. Just the, the serene kind of mellow falsetto feel set next to Alex Jones screaming his head off was just <laughs> funny. There there wasn't a lot of logic beyond that other than like the visual of it will probably be, be pretty funny. And who exactly is this Alex Jones guy? This is a human. This is what we look like. I'm alive. I like to eat. I like to fight too. The amazing artist, Nick Lutzko. Yeah, I'll try to make sense of all of it. This is a Stone on Air podcast. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. It's very hard to say my name correctly. You're like, Brian! Yeah, Brian! What's your deal, man? Well, you know what us ultra-liberals say. When it comes to drugs, lies are okay. Your midweek download destination. Finally, it's cool to be a Chattanooga. Finally, it's cool to embrace this city. When some of us have been saying this for 25 years... Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Note to self, don't die. Welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Brian Stone. This is my podcast. I would like to think that there's some people who have never heard this show before listening today because of the wild, fire-like, viral nature of my guest today's most recent content with Super Deluxe. Coming up in the third and final segment of the show, Nick Lutzko joins me, or as Alex Jones calls him. That didn't work. Let's turn that off and then do that. The amazing artist, Nick Lutzko. Yes, the amazing artist, Nick Lutzko. Uh, most recent content creation with Super Deluxe. It is a uh, this, just an online content cre- creating company uh, owned by Time Warner. And he does some freelance work with them. If you might remember the emo Trump videos he did earlier in the year and at the end of last year. And his most recent creation is a spoof on Alex Jones. The I knew it was crazy. I didn't realize how crazy until I started to uh, to look him up a little bit more. And um, I'm going to give you some examples of that here coming up in just a few. And this guy is really, really popular and worth a lot of money. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that here shortly. So, Nick, in about uh, about 25 minutes from right now. So I'll tell you who Alex Jones is here in this first segment. And in the Stone's Throw segment, I'll tell you how this crazy guy on the radio, Alex Jones, and what me and him have in common. We actually have two things in common. So every week I put together a what I call a idea sheet, and then that turns into a show sheet. Uh, over the course of a week. And so I keep this idea sheet. Sometimes it's a piece of paper. It's in my little notepad or just my Word document while I'm at the, the day job. And I just, when I think of something, I pop it in there, write it down, and I keep that over the course of the week. And then by the time uh, the, the time to record the show for a Wednesday download, it's your download destination each and every Wednesday. First time, I mean, the first second you wake up on a Wednesday, the show's available for you. And then I, I, obviously in the podcast form for the rest of uh, your life. But this week I scratched all that. 
after this video was released through Super Deluxe and Nick Lutzko and decided to pretty much just talk about mostly it for the uh, for the majority of the show. Some of my idea sheets that I will throw off into next week, the McGregor uh, Mayweather thing, got to get my I got to get my take in on on that whole mess. I'll talk about that, you know, the boxing match. Uh, some people will be interested in that. Some won't. I'll probably do that next week. I had this great piece, and I still have it. I'm going to hold on to it, from Henry Rollins, um, written by him from L.A. Weekly, a alt-weekly in Los Angeles. The headline is Henry Rollins, America's real safety net is drugs, alcohol, cheap food, and free porn. So uh, I'll get to that coming up next week. Some other things I was looking at here um, that I'll stretch off into the at the end of the next coming weeks, I've seen more and more people using Facebook to try to find a job. Y'all seeing this? Guys, if you're putting a comment or, or a post out on Facebook that you're, you need a job, I can't think of a, of a less effective way to, to get true, real work. And uh, then a couple other things that uh, pretty much didn't really hold up anyway. So to the new show sheet for today and who is this Alex Jones guy? I'll get to that right after I tell you this real quick as I got to thinking about this because what you know what is the what is going viral uh, that that's something gets just spread all over the internet whether it's a video or a song or a, or, or a meme or whatever it is. And in this very very vast ocean of content going viral is very 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 important. In America, we have this interesting way of approaching young people and how we, and this kind of piggybacks off the millennials show from last week. If you didn't listen to that one, I, the kind of the new generation, the little sandwich generation, I called it the Zennials and the millennials. I went into that in depth uh, for the uh, the second week of July, and uh, you should check that one out. I enjoyed that one. I mean, I don't generally do anything I don't somewhat enjoy, but uh, some I like more than other words, uh, others, and I thought that one turned out pretty good. Um, so this is a little bit of a piggyback on that. But when you're growing up, people are always telling you you can do anything you want, right? Always being told you're the best. I mean, we're in participation trophy land here, right? And so every kid, their whole lives are being told you can do whatever you want if you just put your mind to it, which it's a lie. I mean, it's total bullshit. We all know that. But that's what you're told, and that's how you're supposed to operate through school, through uh, your, your extracurricular activities, whatever it might be. But nowadays, you tend to see kids being constantly just belittled for trying to become famous online, right? Trying to, to put out YouTube videos or trying to do stupid things to get attention. Well, if, that can, if you can monetize that, if you can monetize stupid stuff on the internet, why wouldn't you do it? That falls right in to the category of you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it. And so it's like, yeah, man, do everything you can, work, work, work hard, and make sure you do anything you want to be successful. And then you do something stupid online, like make a, a video about something, and it gets a bunch of millions of, of clicks. And then sometimes it's looked at as like, oh, man, well, these kids are just trying to get famous on the Internet. They're not actually really doing anything. And that's not true. They actually are doing things. Uh, content creation on the Internet is a massive industry, as Nick Lutzko will tell us more about. Uh, in, in, in when I sit down with him on the phone here later on, it pays to do creative, cool stuff online. And you don't have to agree. You don't have to think it's cool. If people are clicking and people are liking, that's the way you make money. And this enormous distribution that is medium that is the Internet. I mean, for me, Stone On Air is a brand that is now is going to be a long term transformation to an online content distribution media company. That's what I want this to be. This is going from a podcast 
standalone, just whatever, and I'm going to expand it further into online distribution as a media company. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some investment, but that, that's, the, that's the goal. And going viral is what this kind of content needs, has to have, thrives on. And sometimes you might have to do something stupid to get somebody's attention, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And and a lot of people just tend to just, again, giving the millennials and giving young people a hard time. I think it's dumb. Getting eyes, getting ears, getting attention in a attention-spanless society is very, very, very difficult. I mean, attention-spanless. We got, And this is not just kids. This is all our ages. And I guess it has something to do with just bombardment of, of information and content on the internet but i'm bad about it too my attention span is nothing like it used to be and if you can get somebody's attention at the clip of 7 to 15 million potentially uh, clicks likes and views and everything else then you're doing something right you're doing something right in my book and that's exactly what nick lutzko has done with his partnering with the super deluxe company and have gotten uh, as of today right this minute when this is being recorded in the, the 19th of of July, the weekly dose, the Stone on Air podcast, I think it's got like several, several, several million. I'll ask Nick here in a minute. And it's just more, 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 more. It's crazy. And you can make a living doing that kind of stuff. And if you can, if you can make something stupid enough or dumb enough or creative enough or incredible enough that you can get that many people to click on it, you're doing something right. But who is Alex Jones? Real quick from the uh, screenshot from the front of Super Deluxe. It's their pinned tweet. This is what real Alex Jones rants would sound like as a Bon Iver song. It's an original song by Nick Lutzko. That's a uh, kind of think indie pop, like late teens here indie pop. It had 1.7 thousand comments. It had 31,000 retweets and 53,000 likes just on that one single post alone. Uh, Joe Rogan. He, the biggest podcaster in the world, basically, him and Mark Maron, I guess, are top two. He retweeted it. Uh, you go start looking through the comments and through the links. People with verified check accounts, huge real people, stars are commenting on this. And and it's it's just spreading like wildfires. Absolutely incredible. But Alex Jones, I knew who the guy was. Crazy guy on the radio, right? Well, I went to networth.com just to find out. I was like, I wonder what this guy is worth. Alex Jones is an American performance artist who has a net worth of $10 million. Jones is best known for being the host of the Alex Jones Show, a nationally syndicated radio talk show. He's only on 70 radio stations. I'm surprised to see that. Most of his stuff is online content. He's doing the same thing. No, no, one's, no one's getting this crap on the radio. This is all stuff he's getting online through content creation online. The Alex Jones channel on YouTube has over 760,000 subscribers and has generated more than 360 million video views since launching in February of 2008. In just under 10 years, 360 million views. $10 million this psychopath is worth. So I started looking at some of his stuff, and I pulled out four clips from this guy just to get a better understanding of how insane this man is, and that this many people are listening to it, and this many people are actually valuing the opinion of this mentally unstable guy this is from his radio show alex jones speaking about bill gates i've had it with control freaks and scum 
You people are cancer. Uh, 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 all right, I'm not in a good mood now. I just I start, I start thinking about Bill Gates up there, that little chicken neck, uh, hopping or now, a little murdering eugenicist. Uh, you know how he walks like, uh, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. Uh, I'm going to shoot you up with something that's going to kill you down in the head. Y'all listen to this? How's a 30-year death from gut disease sound, African children? Roll up the sleeves. I'm a little chicken-necked bastard, and nobody's got the will to see what I am. Now, I'm sure his support group, his fans would say you're taking that out of context. I don't know what the context was supposed to be, but I'm not sure how in any rational, logical thinking mind could think there's any kind of context where that makes any sense. Continue on. This is, I guess it has probably something to do with Planned Parenthood and Hillary Clinton. I mean, you notice drunk is but still stumbling forward more blood. As he falls down, they go, our God must be lifted back up. <laughs> Sell the baby parts. Arrest the reporters that expose for keeping babies alive. Eat the hospitals with their bodies. Have the Pepsi taste testing systems be based on fetal tissue. All demonic systems genetically engineer all the crops. Overthrow creation. More blood. That's Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> That's Hillary, right? That's Hillary. All right. So um, I the Pepsi taste challenge, I think, was the uh, verbiage he was looking for there. But yeah, so this is the guy. So we'll move along. And, and true to his word that he says, and what I've noticed from things I've read in his shows, he is not really a Republican. He is a libertarian. And his insanity really does hold up to his libertarian beliefs. But he tends to really, really hate on the Democrats. This one, wherever this out of left field, this one comes from, from uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry. These are people that had gay sex hundreds of times what? in coffins begging for spiritual entities to possess them. That get in coffins hundreds of times in, in giant pits of feces and have sex with each Excuse other. Excuse me? What? Okay, that's who's running things, wallowing in feces. That's what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. Come again? A secretary of state that has had sex in giant vats of feces. What? What are we talking, what are, what are we talking about? Guys, listen to this. We're spending every single minute of the news cycle and the pundits and the, and the cable TV news world right now focusing on Russia. I don't think Russia is that big of a problem, maybe. This guy and guys like him, you know there's plenty more, that have millions of followers and listeners and they chew this stuff up, and they devour it, and they want more, and they make guys like this turn into tens of millionaires because of how many people follow this kind of just oddness. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that Russia is really that big of a problem in the end. And then the last one here, Alex Jones just talking about himself in a very odd and psychotic way. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. Oh, I like to fight, too. Oh, of course I like do. to eat. Yep. I like to have children. I'm big here. Guy. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. This is what we act like. This is what I am. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I've got the fire of human liberty. I'm setting fires everywhere, and humans are turning on everywhere. Millions of people are turning on everywhere, for real. Literally, he's right. Millions of voting public people listen to this and actually enjoy it and think it actually means something. I like to eat. <laughs> if anything, at this least, is a human. This is what we look like. At least I get stuff 
for to play with now. I'm a human. I'm alive. I like to fight too. Of course you do. So, so there's a little look into Alex Jones, the ten million dollar man. But having us said all that, there are two things that I have in common with Alex Jones, and I'll tell you what those two things are in Stone's Throw. Heads up. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? For the new listeners, this segment is designed for me to generally complain about stuff it's not always not limited to that but that's what it can be this show is unique to most podcasts in that it doesn't have a exact subject matter or direction it's basically me kind of living my life through a podcast i used to do it through a radio station for years and now i do it here i talk about things that are going on in my life and almost Nothing is off limits. I don't do anything super shocking or try to be that kind of guy. Just talk about things going on. I try to live an interesting life, and I try to talk about things that I think are interesting that are involved in and out of my life. And a lot of these same things are involved in your life as well. And it's kind of gambling on myself. So it's it's good and bad. I mean, if you don't like me, you're gone. I've lost you. I'm not going to get you back. And if you do like me, then you might hang out. And I appreciate it very much. So that's just that's kind of what the, the game is here. But I, I say on the show all the time, like, share, and always love. A little tagline I put together one day just popped into my head. And rate and review if you get a chance. Rating and reviewing is a very actually important part to the podcast industry. The more interaction you have, the more, I mean, it's just like we we're just talking about. Viral nature of everything in the, you know, when your distribution is the World Wide Web, interaction and the more clicks and likes, and you know how all that goes, the more, the better it is for you for all reasons, monetization and, uh, you know, ego or whatever, okay? We, I mean, we all understand that. So if you rate and review, whether you say something good or bad, I don't, I don't care. I want to know what I could do better. And if you don't like the show, I'd like to know why. And I got a few reviews on, on the, through Apple Podcasts. And a cut, one's really glowing. One is, you know, so-so. And one I got recently is... The guy just or gal hates the damn show, and that's fine. Um, but this is one of the things I have in common with Alex Jones as he's being punked by Nick Lutzko and Super Deluxe. This is what he said on his radio show just the other day, and I feel the same way. And, and quite frankly, whether it's people that are supportive or folks that hate me, I don't care because out of it, it is just helping my broadcast completely explode because the censors are letting it get through because they think it's hurting me when it's doing the opposite. Basically meaning that he's happy that that kind of stuff is happening because people is creating more attention. So I'm happy if you leave a bad review because it, it shows more interaction. So I'm going to read you the review. And, it, and it's uh, I'm not mad about this, but it, this person didn't like what I do. And then I'll have an, at least a response to this, this particular review. It's one star from a name called Tinder Killer, very poor podcast. I don't know Brian, but I was recommended to this from a friend of his. The podcast seemed to all consist of things that anger him and more of a retaliation show. 
The company he used to work for seems to be a continual topic, and the anger he has for them stands out far more than any content. If there were better topics and less juvenile conversations about people and things that have angered him, there could be a chance. He can keep the talking going well and is very aware of the do's and do nots in radio except for his topics, which again all seem to revolve around him trying to get his audience on board with bashing the places and people he has an issue with. And um, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But this show is about my life, and often things are aggravating and irritating. And my first goal every day when I put together an idea for a show is for perspective. One of my favorite words, perspective. Everybody can easily come up with one way of thinking about something. Everybody can easily just say, take the easy way out on something, be like, oh, yeah, it's just like that. I try to tell you from a different perspective. And sometimes it comes from an angry I'm pissed off mode, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and to say that I spend consistently on that, I think is a little unfair. But hey, if again, if you if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But that's what this segment is for every day. Like every time this show is being put together, this segment is specifically put together for me to complain about something. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of what you're going to get. So if you don't like it, then you shouldn't listen to it. But there's a lot more that goes into this on a weekly basis. And then the long-form interview shows that I do live around town don't have any of that kind of stuff in it. It's all promotion and conversation. There's a lot of, a lot of moving parts here, and there's going to be even more and more moving parts going forward. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I find it a little strange that you just were told you've never met me, you don't know anything about me, a friend told you you should listen, and then you, you listen so much that you know so much about it, and then you went and found a place to leave a comment. Because it's not that easy. It's not like there's this big red arrow that points and says, here's where you leave the, the reviews. you got to kind of poke around and look for it. Something tells me this might be somebody who has known me for a while and thinks that I'm just an asshole or something and decides to leave a message or, or a review because they think it'll make me look bad. Well, in the end, just like Alex Jones, it actually makes me look good. But that's just conjecture, and I'll leave it at that. The second thing I have in common with Alex Jones, we use the exact same microphone. So... I noticed that as I was watching some of his shows. This uh, Lecture Lux, uh, Lecture Voice, EV, whatever the hell it is. Damn nice microphone, too, by the way. So, anyway, that's where it is. starts and ends with me and Alex Jones. This is Nick Lutzko, uh, an old song called Beautiful, with the parentheses in front of it, You Aren't So. So, You Are Not So Beautiful from Nick Lutzko. And coming up next, speaking of which, he'll be my guest, We'll talk about the Super Deluxe video and the Alex Jones spoofing he's been doing and the massive amount of viral action that this thing has gotten so far and is continuing to get going forward. I'll play the audio. I highly suggest you seek out the video if you haven't seen it already. My name is Brian Stone, and this is the Stone on Air podcast, and I will be right back. You aren't so beautiful, baby, no Stone on air coming up. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. At stoneonair.com. <laughs>
freaking interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it, make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are not freaking humans, okay? Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon. Well, I was Welcome back to the, the podcast. Kissing crucifix. She told me in confidence as I was licking out her lipstick. I don't want to die in Tennessee. I want to be different. Net worth, this guy, Alex Jones. Net worth, $10 million. And this is the kind of stuff that he spews out every single day. Talking to Nick Lutzko here in just a couple of minutes. Talk about how he put together the video, his relationship with Super Deluxe, and what you can expect from him, his music, and his plans for the next, well, year or so. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Also going to play that video, the audio of it here, and I'm going to have Alex Jones intro it. I listened to his show the other day. Infowars.com is where the audio is courtesy from. And um, he's he's embracing it, and it's got to give it to him. Um, he'll take the um, he'll take the attention any way he can get it, and that's what's made this guy worth ten freaking million dollars. And uh, I guess you know I don't I don't like the idea of uh, sacrificing your principles and and uh, just kind of making stuff up to try to get people's attention. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying it's exactly what he does. I know I've heard some interviews with him where he kind of says, yeah, I blow this thing up a little bit just, to, uh, just to, to get a rise out of people. I mean, he didn't say it in those exact words, but clearly a, a, a screw loose a little bit. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Joe Rogan is, uh, is a buddy of his, and I, I listened to some of Joe Rogan's podcasts uh, the other day from I don't know when it was, but he was trying to kind of explain what the deal with Alex is Jones is because he was getting some um, he was getting some you know negative feedback on some social media entity and and saying like this guy how can you possibly give him any kind of positive pub how can you possibly even be friends with this guy and he goes on to kind of explain what his deal is I'll let you go seek it out if you want to you know listen to it more but he said he's, he's an incredibly smart guy clearly you've got to have something going on upstairs that works somewhat functionally to end up being a $10 million net worth kind of guy. So let's get right to it here. We'll talk to Nick Letzko after we listen to the audio. It, you definitely need to seek out the video because it goes together better. It goes Really, it's what makes it. The audio doesn't do it nearly the justice, but it's um, the, just to visualize the video if you haven't seen it yet. It's just clips from him doing his show, and it, it's it's... Synced up to a late teens, 21st century uh, indie pop style song from the think of like Bon Iver is what they called it. If it's like it's like a Bon Iver song, B O N I V E R. If you want to check them out, basically the exact opposite song that you would think to be put to a raving lunatic's rants. Speaking of raving lunatics, from his website Infowars.com, this was Alex Jones earlier this week. And I am extremely proud that in the meme wars that are going on in this country and worldwide, my show is probably the dominant 
uh, material being used in all of this. But out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of art I've seen emerge the last few years, this one is undoubtedly the best, and it comes from the folks at Super Deluxe. This isn't a mashup. This is something far beyond that. This little gem's been seen more than seven million times since it got uploaded to Facebook, YouTube, and other platforms by the amazing artist, Nick Lutzko. Joining me on the line here on the Stone on Air podcast is Nick Lutzko. He's a friend of the show, all-around uh, good dude, musician in town. If you're a friend of mine or a fan of mine, then you know Nick. And Nick, I have not uh, talked to you other than in the quickest of passing since um, you ventured into holy matrimony. Um, uh, h- how's married life? Oh, it's great. Loving it, man. Got the new house, got the digs, got everything going good, huh? Yeah, man, I'm living the American dream, I guess. Well, that's what they say it is. Buy that house. It's a damn nightmare half the time. <laughs> Wanted to get Nick on. Is I just, just got done playing the uh, the, the audio of, uh, of your latest video for Super Deluxe. And if you want to know more about what Nick's done with Super Deluxe in the past and some of the, uh, the Trump videos that he's made, uh, you can go to the podcast from uh, February 15th, and we go into to detail about that relationship and those prior videos. But the second week of July, right around, uh, I don't know, I guess the 14th or so, you had a video released f- with Super Deluxe again, and it was a video similar to the way you did the Trump videos with a song, and and the, the lyrics were were taken from, from Alex Jones, a conservative right-wing 
uh, talk host, a whole bunch of different stuff. And uh, it's gone pretty wildfire viral. Um, how did that idea come about as far as with your producers? And, and how did you guys put together the idea to, to make a spoof on that? Yeah, I think ever since we did the, the Emo Trump videos we've been trying to figure like we didn't first of all it's tricky trying not to get pigeonholed and only producing emo trump like i think we did four of those you know we we, we started with the tweets we and ventured off into this avenue which is like splicing actual video clips to the music and on the the fourth uh emo trump thing we did we did, 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 didn't do nearly as well as the ones Previous, I think so. people are getting a little Trump fatigue, maybe already, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely am. I think I think most people are. So we were trying to figure out what that new sweet spot is and if there is one. And we were bouncing off ideas off each other for a while. Nothing was really sticking. I know one of the earlier ideas for this was like a conglomerate of guys like Alex Jones and other right wing uh, talking heads just kind of blowing up on camera and setting it to some kind of like hard metal or something something still in the evil emo vein like screamo or yeah. like death death metal kind of thing but it just seemed a little too obvious i think and for a minute i was bouncing around the idea of doing like children's music just to kind of like i don't know, downplay like the seriousness of the things that they're talking about and kind of just like hype up the the absurdity of the things that they're saying and um that never really caught on just because you know adults don't really listen to children's music and um we kind of landed in indie and um we knew we wanted to do something with indie music but we were trying to think of like what's is there anything inherently funny about doing that or a reason to do that sure and um i think my producer finally or one of his bosses someone finally landed on uh bony bear just the the serene kind of mellow uh falsetto feel set next to alex jones screaming his head off was just <laughs> funny and there there wasn't a lot of logic beyond that other than like the visual of it will probably be, be pretty funny. Are, do, you and, have, um, do, you, do you have any idea how, how many overall links or not, excuse me, not links, but clicks and, and downloads and, and retweets that this has gotten? Are we way into the millions here? Yeah. By, at this point. Yeah. I know on Facebook last I saw it was uh, right around seven and a half million. Jeez. And YouTube is right around 750,000, so it hasn't hit a million quite yet. And retweets, it's right around 30,000 retweets on Twitter. So I'm, I'm guessing this is the most viral content you've ever been a part of creating. Yeah, I, I would say um, as a whole across the spectrum of the whole internet, it's definitely the most recognition I've gotten because they've credited me on like the Facebook comments and replies to twitter and whatnot like the the original emo trump or not the original emo trump but the second trump tweets video that we did back in february i know had close to when all was said and done i think it had close to 14 million plays on facebook and this may reach that it may surpass it i have no idea so you might but, not um, have met, you might not have hit your top yet you've only you're only a week in here too sometimes some people are late to the game yeah yeah less than that really and I think obviously it's getting a lot more hype surrounding it because Alex Jones has personally responded to it. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you. Have you? He's he's mentioned you by name on his show. I have the audio. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. And that, I will say that this is definitely the most viral content I've been connected to where my name is involved. This is the first time that I'm getting, other than my personal Facebook following, that I'm getting like blown up on social media of people either saying they want to hear more or actually surprisingly. I'm not getting any messages, any negative messages. It's almost all 
positive in that the Alex Jones people are coming to my page and saying things like, we love the song so much. Please do more. Thank you so much for joining yeah. Infowar. You're doing so much for Alex Jones. Well, it, it's <laughs> it's funny you say that because he really is. He's handling this perfectly. I mean, absolutely yeah. perfectly. And uh, and it really is. There's nothing offensive about it at all. It's just it's, it's completely playful. And when you put the president in there, somebody can take that and look at that as being disrespectful, potentially. You know, you might you might get different kind of responses that way. But when you got a guy that kind of right. cl- kind of clowns himself in a sense, and is, is on record as saying that he kind of embellishes just for the sake of, uh, of I don't know, a shtick, I guess. There's, there's no harm here. I think with the emo Trump, there is the automatic inclination that Trump's being whiny just by the sound of the music. You know, like, that's, that is the joke. Yeah. Whereas with this, the joke is a little less vague, I think, other than, like, watch this guy act fool to this pretty opposite music. But yeah, I think everything you just said is pretty accurate, and um, he's definitely put Super Deluxe on the defense and pretending like it's drawing so much positive awareness. Well, I was listening his. to some of his stuff earlier uh, this week, and he was talking about how the, the, the people at Super Deluxe are starting to come over to his side. He's happy about this because he's changing all their minds, their super liberal minds. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure about that, bro. But uh, yeah, he, he <laughs> talks about so much like he like he knows what he's talking about. Like he said something. Uh, the other day where he was like, I'm already hearing word that an album is in the works. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? When I haven't got word yet. <laughs> uh, so Super Deluxe, you, you work for them in a sense, right? by project, I guess. I mean, are you employee yeah, of them yeah, by project? It's, it's freelance. Are you are you paid? I mean, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm asking too much here, but are you no. paid based on, on the popularity? Like if this thing gets, the more it gets, the more you do? Or, or is that just like kind of set you up for maybe your next gig? More like that. Yeah, it's it's a kind of your standard work for hire and that we negotiate terms and to project to project base basis so like for this particular project it's about a two and a half minute barely minute uh video so for people who do this professionally and you've got it all put together that's not a very big project when when someone brings this up to you and you start brainstorming like let's do this here's the here's the the basics of the work has been done as far as here's the lyrics we're going to use from from idea to, to completion how long of a project is that for you it, it really depends i think for this one specifically i'm getting a little more resources the further i go along in this thing like with this last one the last video i've really only done two in this format the emo trump using footage of his speeches in this alex jones video when i did the emo trump one i had to spend a lot of time searching for clips and that's honestly the most time consuming aspect oh i can imagine of this project is just not only looking for the clips, but then downloading them and making sure they're compatible with, you know, whatever format I'm working through. Luckily, this time, Super Deluxe had some interns go ahead and compile just like dozens of videos and kind of label them as what specifically he's talking about. So that was a huge help and cut off a huge amount of time that I would usually be spending just looking for the, the content. But uh, I, I believe I started on like a Friday evening, and I think I submitted a final project maybe Tuesday morning, Monday afternoon. Okay, so a pretty fast um, turnaround. I know you mentioned one of your Trumps when we last had a conversation earlier this year. You were able to turn it around real fast on one of yeah, those. Yeah, the, the very first emo Trump that I did, I think I did within, I turned around within like 12 hours, mainly because I had a lot to prove. I'd never done anything like it before, and I really want, was just anxious to get them. And it was very time sensitive. We were trying to work with the only using the tweets from that day. Yeah. And we knew that the, t- the clock was already ticking when we started it. The, the 
the longer it take, took to get it out, the less relevant it would be. But also, I wasn't working with any kind of video aspect at that point. I was just writing the song, and then they handled all the video responsibilities. Well, I'm not trying to uh, tell you what to do or give you life advice or tell you to stop, uh, <laughs> stop pursuing your original music career, but is this something that you've considered trying to make more part of your regular portfolio, if you will? Um, because, I mean, just to be right down to and frank about it, you're, you're damn good at it. And I don't I know, I, I don't know that it, that that's what you want to get out of, of your talents, if that makes sense. You know, I, 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 my guess is you might be more the original music on the scene playing live might be your thing more. Have you thought about those right. kinds of things? Well, I mean, without getting too specific, the money in these kind of projects, even though they, you know, they're sporadic at this point, just because I'm so busy between, you know, I, I just got married and I'm working full time and I'm playing three to four shows a week. I, I've been since late last year, I've been consistently getting these jobs about every month and a half. And one of these projects is more than what I'm making a month working full time. So really? they pay, they pay incredibly well. I was going to guess um, the other way. I was about, I thought you were about to say the money's really not quite there for me to devote the time to it, but you, you just went the opposite direction on me. Yeah. Yeah. The money actually is very good. That's great. Um, so I, ideally it would be great to where I could get a point get to a point where I could do this kind of freelance work full time and spend the rest of my time focusing on my original stuff. Cause like I just said, I've wrapped up this project in four to five days. You know what I mean? If I can get a couple, a handful of these projects a week, I would be able to really dedicate a lot of my time and triple to, your income <laughs> potentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. And that's, I'm, I'm kind of transitioning to that at the end of this year back into music full time. And I'm just kind of spending these next couple of months saving up as much as I can and getting a game plan for that. Yeah. Since this uh, video came out in the second week of July, have you uh, have you had many re uh, requests from news outlets from around the country, region, uh, anybody reaching out trying to talk to you about it more? Is it, have you seen much of that? Just That's just a curiosity for me question. I, I actually haven't, no. Um, I mean, I've seen my name mentioned quite a bit in a lot of these publications just because they, they're offering the free download yeah. on uh, superdeluxe.com. Um, but I haven't really been reached out for a comment. Well, you're exclusive in Chattanooga to the podcast, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Happy to. We'll wrap it up here. Nick Lutzko is my guest. Uh, anything going on with the original music scene? I know we passed the other day, and you said there was a little bit of something here and there. Anything you want anybody to know, but be looking for shows. And uh, yeah. you said you play a few gigs. If you want to plug that as well. Yeah, man. The gigs that I'm playing are primarily restaurant gigs and money gigs, stuff like that. We do have some big shows coming up uh, this fall. And you can check me out on social for details and all that. But more than anything, I'd just like to say uh, continue to please be patient. I'm working hard on a new record, hoping to have that out early next year. I think it's going to be good. I did not anticipate that it would take this long, but thus is life. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes, yeah, some, that, that, that life thing, yeah. it, it gets in the way every now and again. Nick, man, appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Anytime I ask, you're always there, and I appreciate it a lot, man. Yeah, dude, thanks so much. We'll see you around town. All right, man. Have a good one. And I think it's a good place to wrap up the show all the way around right there. Thank you to... The amazing artist, Nick Lutzko. <laughs> Nick Lutzko, thank you very much. Alex Jones thinks you're an amazing artist, and so do I as well. At Stone On Air on all social media. This is the most listened to, the most downloaded, the most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. Like, share, and always love. Rate and review if you get a chance, even if you think the show sucks. Don't be a fraud. The truth is easy to remember, and continue to watch this space. This is from Nick Let's Go on my old radio show live at Bonnaroo 2016 on the way out. See you, bye!